Greetings, everyone. This is Rabbi Aaron Box from Temple Beth Shalom here in Ocala, Florida. Uh, back again for my podcast for this week. I'd like to welcome special guest, Reverend Dana Knapp. Hi, Dana. Welcome to our show. Thank you, Aaron. Good to be here. Uh, want to talk a little bit about, we've, we, I've been talking about, temp, well, I've mentioned Temple Beth Shalom and the Ocala Tree of Life Sanctuary a number of times throughout, throughout my podcasts. And I just want to, I wanted to invite Reverend Knapp in, and I hope to invite Reverend, Reverend Holin as well at some point, to, to just sort of talk a little bit about what it is to be a part of the Ocala Tree of Life Sanctuary. So let's start out with a little bit of history. So Temple Beth Shalom was founded around the mid-1880s, mid-1980s, 86, I think, when there was a split off from another congregation. Uh, and they moved, they've moved a number of places, uh, but recently in 2022, uh, they joined in with the First Congregation of the United Church of Christ here uh, to form the Ocala Tree of Life Sanctuary. And um, Temple Beth Shalom is a Reformed congregation, is a Reformed Jewish congregation, as I've mentioned before. Uh, and we are, you know, open to all kinds of people. And one of the reasons that we are so excited to be in partnership with, with First Congregation United Church of Christ is because of their history and, and, and the significance of them in this community. So, Dana, do you want to just maybe sh- speak for a minute or two about FCUCC? Well, First Congregational uh, was started as a new church development and has only had uh, two pastors in its history. Our last pastor just retired after 15 years of service at the end of the year. And we were going through a self-study and determining uh, if we wanted to stay in the building that we were in, which was on State Route 200, and felt we needed a new building and had a planning committee and uh, got introduced to um, Rabbi Harari, and uh, with conversations between our pastor Hal and the rabbi, we decided that we would venture into this joint relationship with Temple Beth Shalom. So let's talk about that. So we are one of, I think, three uh, places in the entire world in, in which a, a, Kyrie, a Jewish congregation and a Christian congregation share a building. Now, now for those of you out there that may think that, you know, it's all you know, uh, we have all one building and everything. Let me just sort of give background. So the, the temple and the church, we have our own separate sanctuaries. We have our own separate services. We have a nice social hall in the middle um, in which we're able to do programming together. Like we had a, a really successful dance this past Saturday night. Uh, and the Ocala Tree of Life Sanctuary, which hosts, which houses both the temple and the church, is made up of Myself and uh, Reverend Knapp, who are, and Reverend Hull, who are proxy votes, or not proxy, we are ex officio votes. They, they ask our opinion, but they don't necessarily have to uh, abide by what we say. We don't necessarily get a vote. But, um, but it's run, the, the board of the Ocala Tree of Life Sanctuary is made up of members of the church and the synagogue. So, so basically, Ocala Tree Life Sanctuary as an entity is run by the church and the synagogue, even though we rent the space from the, the, the foundation, if you will. So it's, it's interesting, you know, I've, I've been here now for a little over a year and a half, and Reverend Knapp, how long have you been part of the church here? The new building. Or the church in general. Twelve years. Twelve years. So you, you have a lot more institutional memory than I do. 
So let me see if I can, you know, sort of talk about this in a minute, and, and please feel free to jump in. So there was a, a, an informational group from the church and from the synagogue that got together, um, advised by Reverend Dr. Hal McSwain and, and Rabbi Harari, uh, with the idea, and with the, with the help of, of, of Ken Cohen right. as well, with the idea of having these two congregations come together in one building. And was it easy? No. No. <laughs> so, and it's still not easy. It's still not. You know, it, it's a it's a learning curve. We 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 are we are learning to know each other. You know, there's there's uh, you know, people say all the time, Christians and Jews, you're so much in, you have so much in common. Why can't you all get along? Well, that's true. We do have a lot in common. We and we have more in common than we have right. different. Um, but I'll give you an example, and I'm sure you know this. The synagogue. We have we have two separate kitchens here at the sanctuary. The church has a kitchen, and the synagogue has a kitchen. And um, we have st- kosher laws, kosher rules, and we had to tell the church what that meant because that wasn't a part of your your own idea. Um, so, what are some things that that in your experience since we've been together for two years now are, that that you, we've had to learn about each other? I think one of the important things that we learned was the language surrounding church growth and uh, what kind of terminology we would use to um, describe our need to bring in newer members. And the word that we had originally, we, we had a committee on church growth and evangelism, and we decided that evangelism probably wasn't the best word to use in this situation. So we changed that committee to just plain church growth. And we're also learning about um, terminology that we use that might not be appropriate for um, the relationship, such as missions or missionary. So part of what's been exciting about this is being able to learn from each other um, about our differences and how we reconcile those and live together. And you know that's it's important when you talk about learning together and 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 forming a foundational relationship based on 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 trust. You have to have a willing partner. That's right. You have to have people who are willing to come to the table and say, "This is not right. This doesn't feel right," or "We're not sure how this feels. Let's talk about it." You know, um, you used the word evangelism a few minutes ago, and and in the in the non-Christian world, not just in the Jewish world, but the non-Christian world, we have an idea of what that means. We have this idea of, you know, going out into a, a place where there's not just Christians and bringing and making everybody Christian, Christian. right? I ha- have not felt that in the least bit. What I've experienced, whether you want to use that word or not, what I've experienced is an overwhelming support from members of the church who have, like on October 7th happened. You know, I can't tell you the number of times I had to say to someone, thank you so much for that hug, but I need to, I need to move, I need, I have something I have to get to. But the, the church members are just so graciously interested in being supportive. And for us, and by us I say here for the synagogue, I'm not sure that we understand what that means, right? So 
we have something on Friday nights we call Oneg Shabbat, which is a gathering after the service. Christians call it fellowship, right? Right. right. Anybody is welcome to come to our Oneg. You know, we, we don't... Uh, to uh, to me as a Jewish person, when I think of fellowship, I think of of being in conversation with someone and and just embracing them and supporting them. The idea of going out of my way to to do that is not necessarily foreign to me, but it's just not a part of the the the, the, the psyche necessarily of, of being Jewish and in in this country, I should say. So. That is one thing that we've learned from the church that is ex- like it's a great lesson how to be in your face supportive without being in your face supportive. Does that make sense? Right. Um, what are some other things that, that you have really enjoyed about this partnership last year? I think what's important about the partnership is that if you know anything about Marion County, you know that Marion County is a fairly conservative county. And part of us uh, coming together was to um, be a model that people of different cultures, different religions can actually live together and to struggle through their differences uh, in a mature adult way. Uh, And that's been uh, a positive of this experience, which has allowed us to uh, grow not only in our own understanding of our faith, but an understanding of the Jewish tradition in their faith. In Marion County, in the middle of nowhere, Florida, horse country. Yep. Who would have thought, right? This this little, you know, we just passed Martin Luther King's birthday. We celebrate. We talk about a beacon of light and hope. Yep. Um, you know, when I first got here, I had a conversation with Reverend Dr. McSwain uh, about FCUCC being an open and affirming church and um, we had a very long conversation as to what that meant you know because in in the reformed Jewish world we don't we don't use that terminology but we are and it's it's um, what I mean by that is the dance on Saturday night I loved looking out and seeing same-sex couples yep. dancing, and dancing together themselves. and enjoying themselves and in being safe, yep. you know? Um, that's something that we as an organization have in common. In Marion County, a, a safe place for people of all kinds to come, whether they're Christian or Jewish or whatever. Uh, I think that that's amazing. And um, so tell me or tell, or tell us... What is the church looking for with regards to the next minister? Because you're, you're interim, you're temporary. Yeah, right now we have um, Reverend Hall and I are serving as kind of temporary pastors to lead us through this interim period. We are in the midst of a new pastoral search, and um, we would be looking for someone who can fit into and um, the, the current relationship that we have and uh, help us to grow even further in our relationship in terms of uh, how we deal with each other and how we grow our own congregation. So kind of like when the temple was interviewing me, um, one of the things that I was 100% turned on to about this place was the idea that a church and a synagogue were in the same building. 
and the opportunities that, you know, because this is not, I can't say, I don't know of any of my colleagues that can say that they walk in every day to church and temple at the same time. Um, so that's a tremendous opportunity for someone out there. Who, that's what we think is our selling card. Yeah. Is that this is only one of three such relationships in the country. And it offers somebody an excellent opportunity. Yeah. Well, listen, I, I am very, I'm, I'm, I'm gratified. I'm thankful. I'm, I'm blessed every single day that I get to come here and share a partnership with you in the church. And uh, I look forward to um, being even a small part of whatever your search is right. in the next year. And, and well, you'll be included. You'll have the opportunity to know who's coming. Wonderful. <laughs> And I look forward to, you know, many more opportunities, opportunities for us to grow together. Right. It's an exciting time. Well, Dana, Reverend Knapp, thank you so much. Thank you, Aaron. Good to be here. And uh, I'll see you all next week.